0: Welcome to the Opinions on Pickens podcast, the sports show where there are no fouls or flags, only baskets and touchdowns. Here's your host, Alyssa Butterson. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us here today. I'm your host, Alyssa Butterson, or as some of you may know me, AB. I have a super awesome guest with me in the studio today, Mr. Garrison Gist. Gist, what's going on?
1: What's up? What's up? How y'all doing?
0: (laughs) Let me just take a second to brag on my guests for a moment before we get started. Garrison is a former athlete at the University of South Carolina, an amazing artist and entrepreneur, and basically just an all-around great guy. But you know what? Enough bragging. Let's go ahead and jump into some sports here. Garrison. So after months of not even knowing if there was going to be any sports basically at all, the 2020 football season kicked off Thursday, September 20th with the Texans Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes went 24 for 32, 211 yards and threw three touchdowns. I mean, an impressive start. But basically, to me, the star of that show was Edwards Hilaire with 25 carries, 138 yards and a touchdown. How are the Super Bowl champs looking to you?
1: To start the season off, I mean, they're kind of what at least I expect them to be. They didn't really lose anybody in the offseason. Mahomes is back. Tyree Kills back from the hamstring injury that they reported over the summer or whatever. The new running back, I don't want to mess his last name up. What is it? It's Edwards? Hilaire. Hilaire. Okay. That's the guy from LSU, right? It is. He was getting busy. I got to catch a little bit of the game. And every time I saw them give him the ball, I mean, he looks electric. And that's kind of what, I guess you could say, that's kind of what they were missing last year as far as their running game was just a consistent electricity from a running back. Because, you know, after they lost Kareem Hunt with everything he went through a couple seasons ago, they were kind of missing that element. But they still were hitting on all cylinders with the receivers. So it's good to see them have somebody that they can consistently go to. And it looks like he uh, might have a pretty promising future if he can keep that up, like that production that he gave us last Thursday. So we'll see.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, it was another show from the Kansas City Chiefs in my eyes. I mean, we can't downplay Deshaun. I mean, like he had 235 yards, a touchdown, but also an interception. I'm going to be honest, what's missing from this team? Mr. Hopkins, man.
1: Yeah, they don't really have any weapons, if we're being honest. I mean, Deshaun, I saw a lot of people wondering why he got the contract he got. I mean, you can't not pay him. He is exemplifies what you want from a quarterback off the field, carries himself well, and it's the same on the field, and he literally carries that team. I mean, at least last year, he had D-hop, but now that that's gone, it's like, for him to take that next step, they're going to really have to, one, get a better offensive line, and two, just put some more efficient weapons around him, but he seems to get it done himself, so we'll see if he can continue to be what he's been for them, which at the same time, that could be good and bad because, yes, he's carrying the team, but it's kind of like that Cam Newton effect. He's like, sacrificing himself for the greater good of the team and it's like how long can he succeed taking hits and just beating himself up to get these dubs so
0: yeah agreed. and I mean especially what week two I, if I'm not mistaken it's Lamar Deshaun week yeah, two I mean yeah. that's, that's,
1: a, that's another L I'm, I'm sorry <laughs> I'm just I'm going to go ahead and say it.
0: We have Pickens picks at the end. Oh, Wait bad, till the bad, end. My bad, my
1: bad, my bad, my bad. But yeah, just based off what I saw from the Ravens this past weekend. Uh, I ain't, sorry, Deshaun. <laughs> but congrats on the contract, though. He deserved it. He that, definitely deserved it. I just feel like if you're going to invest that much money in him as a quarterback and that's your guy, all right, the next step is getting some pieces around him.
0: So... Agreed. Successful. They, I read something on ESPN, I believe, saying Deshaun waited up till that wire transfer hit just so he could see it. I'd do the same. I can't lie. Yeah. Like you,
1: you get a contract <laughs> like that. I need I need to see that. That's crazy. But shout out to him.
0: For real. You know, some things never really change, guess, like getting drunk at your tailgate and basically not even making it into the stadium. We know that all too well. <laughs> but Tom Brady on the bucks, I mean, who could have called that five years ago?
1: Not me. I guess recent the past over the past couple of years, you could kind of see that his stint in new england might be coming to an end but five years ago yeah you never would have guessed you would have thought he would have like won a super bowl and retired and just went out like that. This new look Brady It's interesting.
0: I agree. I mean I will say onto your point about Deshaun where you said they didn't bring weapons in for him. I mean Brady came over to the Bucks and they gave him weapons. I mean he has Mike Evans. They brought in you know his boy Mr. Gronk. Yep. Mr. Gronk in the building. I mean they they have some power. They just got to
1: have uh, OJ Howard. Right? They do
0: a new RB in, uh, running back in there. Um, fresh and new. They're they're looking good from the outside looking in. On paper
1: it looks on really paper,
0: good. On paper. But then this week, week one I mean the question everybody had was can Bill Bill went without Tom, can Tom went without Bill? And Bill got the win week one with Cam, and mm-hmm. Tom got the L week one.
1: I'm not surprised honestly. Like, yes, on paper, the Bucks look really good, but it's a new system. The biggest takeaway for me with the Bucks game was that it still looks like the same Bucks offense that they had with Jameis because people don't realize with Arian's system, you're gonna throw the ball, so there's gonna be picks. Like I said, it doesn't look any different than when Jameis was there, it's just with Tom now. And as far as the Patriots go, And their new look with Cam, if you can get in the end zone, their defense is so good that you ain't going to have to score many points, but they look good. Cam looks healthy, which me as a Panthers fan, I'm just happy to see him back fully healthy playing and playing at the level that he's capable of playing at. Because I feel like a lot of teams counted him out in this free agency this past summer, so hopefully Prosperous has a good season and shows that he still can play at that elite level because he's still one of the best, like overall athletes in the NFL right now. So that was good to see him out there running and you know being Cam.
0: It definitely was, and a lot of teams did count him out. Yeah, I mean, even me, I'm not gonna lie, I don't know if I saw Bill picking him up. To be honest with you, but staying on the Bucs Saints, I mean, Tom Brady. To me, he did not look like the Tom Brady that we're used to. Two interceptions, two touchdowns. He did have 239 yards but I mean, Drew Brees, guys. Not only just Drew Brees. I mean, are they just that good, or are the Bucks just that bad? Have they not found their balance yet? Is it just Week One, and we're rushing things? Or are the Saints just looking that good?
1: I think it's a little bit of both. The Saints secondary is one of the best in the league. So if you look at the film, I think it's Marshawn Lattimore to match up with him and Mike Evans has been a thing for a while, and he's consistently shown that he can shut Mike Evans down. So you have that. I think too with Brady being new to the Bucks, we didn't know if there was going to be a season, so there was no preseason. He he got there fairly early in the summer, but even still you didn't have a chance to really see it in live action with a preseason. So like how much do you really know about your team chemistry as far as like timing of passes and different stuff? I mean anybody can throw an air and it looks good, but you really don't know till you get out there against a different team and really get to see it. So I think it's a little bit of that. I mean, it's week one, so I'm not gonna rush to any conclusions about how they'll be overall just because it is Tom Brady. We've seen what he can do with less and he has all these weapons now, so I'm sure he'll be able to make something happen. So.
0: Get back in the conversation. Exactly. But let's run back to Mr. Cam Newton. I know you had a lot to say about him. Week one, 15 to 19, through for 155 yards. And let's not forget, 15 carries for 75 yards and two touchdowns. I mean, is he the QB? Is he the running back? Is he both? Who is this?
1: I think. He led them in rushing this Sunday if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I mean, that's just a typical Cam game. It's a little less on the passing side, but that's also a testament to how the Patriots operate because yeah, they've had Tom Brady all these years, but like you see it time and time again. Oh, if your defense is allowing us to run all over you. Yeah, we have Tom Brady, but we're just going to run all over you with they keep like three different running backs. If they see like, "Oh, you're trying to take away the run, but we're killing you in the past. They'll just pass the whole game. So you kind of saw that with Cam, you know, his running ability was what was getting it done. So, you know, they kind of stuck to that. And I think I saw that he like broke their, uh, the most rushing yards for a quarterback, which is like, I'm sure that's not saying much considering Tom has been their quarterback for the past few years. But like I said, it was just good to see Cam back being Cam. Hopefully he can stay healthy the whole season. And, you know, with Belichick and Josh McDaniels,
0: I do want to see some more connection and more mm-hmm. growth between him and Julian Edelman. I know mm-hmm. Julian Edelman and Tom Brady had a great relationship, at yeah. least on the field. They connected very well. He did go five receptions for 57 yards in the first game, but I would like to see more from both of those two.
1: And I think it's kind of like the same thing we uh, talked about with Tom and not having a preseason with the Bucs. It's one same thing Cam and Cam came in late learning a new system. No preseason. I'm sure they had some throws on the field, seven on seven, whatever. But I feel like that chemistry will come over the course of the season. And like I said before with Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels as your coach, they've never had a quarterback with this athletic ability. So this is going to give them a chance to, you know, experiment with the playbook. And um, I'm excited to see what they do because, like, you go from Tom Brady to Cam Newton. I mean, yeah, Tom Brady is Tom Brady, but he was limited as an athlete on the field. So Newton Cam
0: Newton, Cam Newton is Cam, Cam, Newton, Newton, is Cam Newton. So
1: it, it opens up what you can do with the playbook. So we'll see what uh, happens as the season goes on.
0: To add on to you saying how everyone just got there and such, Week one to me was like scrimmage.
1: Yeah, it felt weird. Like just watching the games felt weird because you could see the stands and it's like nobody. It just felt it felt real scrimmage like.
0: It felt like no energy. Yeah, just, that, yeah very yeah, scrimmage
1: like. Exactly. But, you know, I'm sure there'll be something we'll get used to as the season goes on just because it's like, OK, this is the new norm. So but yeah, seeing it week one was just like it was weird. I'm not going to lie.
0: I mean, speaking of QBs. Week one of Monday Night Football was pretty exciting, if I don't say so myself. We had Steelers and the Giants Mm -hmm. who head off first. You know what? Let's just go ahead and start with the Steelers. Garrison, it was 623 days since we last saw Big Ben throw a touchdown. And boy, oh boy, he was looking pretty young and slim out there. I'm
1: going to say he's had a lot of time off dealing with an injury. I'm sure he's been working out and rehabbing like crazy. So I'm not going to say it's like new look Big Ben, but healthy Big Ben. I mean, he did what Big Ben does. He's going to throw it all over you. They look good. I mean, there's not much to really say. They look good. The biggest takeaway for me from Pittsburgh was that defense. I mean, D-line flying around. I mean, you saw the stat line for the Giants rushing attack. So, I mean, the Pittsburgh Steelers defense is pretty elite. I mean, their front four is crazy. The secondary, you know, they added Mika Fitzpatrick last year. That was a huge addition. I mean, they have a championship defense. It's just a matter of their division is strong. Well, I won't say their division is strong because it's really just them and the Ravens. But their division is competitive because you know they're going to play the Browns and get the best of the Browns. They're going to play the Bengals. And get- that division is just so like, when they play each other, those games are always so tight. So, you never really know what can happen, but the Steelers-Ravens matchup when it happens is going to be big. Just based off how they look week one, how both teams look week one, I'm kind of excited for that.
0: It is going to be big, and I also have to give huge credit to the Steelers defense. I mean, they were in attack mode that night to me. The defense had two interceptions for the night, and here is the big story of the game. I mean, come on. Only six yards <laughs> were given to an arguably top three RB in the league, Saquon Barkley.
1: What was it? Fifteen carries for six yards. So that at
0: the half, he was negative yards.
1: does Yeah, I think I think he finished the game where it was like negative four. I don't I don't know. Six it was yards
0: bad. for the whole game.
1: I'm talking I mean his average though, his average. It was just bad. But at the same time I saw a lot of people getting on Saquon. I don't care what running back it is. I don't care if it's Saquon, Zeke. I mean, if you want to go back in the day, Barry Sanders. I don't care who, Emmitt Smith, whoever. It's not much you can do when every time you get the ball, <laughs> the D-line is in your face. Like, you can't teleport out of the backfield to escape it. I'm, the Giants got to fix their O-line. That's ultimately, that's what that comes down to. Because there is no excuse for this man to be getting tackled before he can even really see the field and try to make anything happen. The thing is with Saquon, you saw what happened they threw him a little screen pass and he got in the space and he did what Saquon does. So that just goes to show you, it's not him. He still can do Saquon things, but...
0: When you have five defenders all huddled has- around you.
1: And you know Daniel Jones is going to beat you, so they're going to stack the box. And then when you force him to throw, he threw picks. So it's like... Agreed. But yeah. I, I
0: do have to say this about the Steelers though before we move on. I'm saying it now here on Opinions on Pickens. I think the Steelers will be one of, if not the best team in the AFC this season. I'm saying it right now. It's a bold statement, Kyle. It's a bold statement, <laughs> but I'm saying it now. On to the Giants again. The game was also Joe Judges debuted as the Giants head coach. And huh, more interesting, not so new to us, but new to them. You know, Mr. Jason Garrett, we all know him.
1: Coach Clap is a, uh, who, is Skip calls Coach Clap. <laughs> I'm not going to, like, criticize Joe Judge just yet. It's his first game. It's still crazy that a guy goes from being, what was he, special teams and wide receiver coach to head coach. But, you know, he was under Belichick, so we know how that goes. Well, you know, we'll we'll see. Jason Garrett is Jason Garrett, so I'm not surprised in that aspect. I still feel like Jason Garrett should have just took a complete year off from the game, kind of refocused and then back in. But, you know, I guess the Giants really wanted him. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see.
0: I mean, the silver lining of this whole thing with the Giants is they did battle throughout the game. I will give them that. They were competitive. So hopefully we can see some more competitiveness and more growth from them as the season goes on. I mean, I know Giants fans out there like Jets fans are having a a hard past few years and they just would like a few wins now let's move on to the nightcap of Monday Night Football as I like to call it first of all we're not used to having two Monday Night Football games in one yeah that was tough
1: the game came on at like 10
0: o'clock I didn't go to bed till 2am that night waiting up on that game but it was a good game it was
1: was worth it it
0: was was a good game let's start off before this game even started some of the things that I was hoping to see from this game was a big game from Derrick Henry I mean if you've seen this man there's nothing else that needs to be said it's
1: like a D-lineman playing running back.
0: He really is. And (laughs) then also, this was a fellow Gamecock alum and somebody that mostly everybody should be pretty familiar with. Mr. Javian Clowney did his debut Mm -hmm. on the Titans as well after I think he got there just a few days before. Yeah,
1: just, I mean, barely made the cut for the season in terms of just... Sounding with the team.
0: But I do hope to see some great things from him on defense this season. Derrick Henry had 31 carries and 116 yards for the game. I'm going to be honest, there were no big boom plays from him last night. So all those yards were pretty much just, just pounding away. Yeah, pounding away. I mean, there was nothing that really stood out to me about him last night on the game. But <laughs> what's the big story about the Titans that night? The vet, number three, Mr. Steven. I'm going to butcher his last name. Gutkowski.
1: <laughs> is it or is it Gostowski?
0: Gostowski. 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 He's got it. He's Gostowski. got it, guys. <laughs> He's got it. But he is a vet in the NFL. This was his first game with the Titans, and he kicked only one for four in field goals and was only able to get one of his two extra points. Now, granted, <laughs> he did kick the field goal that won them the game in the end, but, but I mean, he lost a lot of points for the Titans in that game that didn't have to be such a tight game the entire time.
1: Kicker's always in a weird situation because it's like you really don't do anything all game until score, okay, kick the extra point. Unless you're the place kicker and then you're kicking off or you may be punting. but it's just like, it's hard to get into the mind of a kicker if you're like not a kicker. First game jitters maybe. I mean, coming off the pandemic, you don't know if there's going to be He
0: also was just signed, I believe, 10 or 11 days prior to this game. I mean, let's face it, Corona. We've been on the beach, drinking, eating, hanging out with our families. Not saying these guys aren't training, but during this whole coronavirus stage, things have been a little lax.
1: And it's kind of just been up in the air. Like I said, nobody really knew if there was going to be a season and whatnot. So who's to say he, especially if he was in the free agency loop, who's to say he was training? He might've thought, hey, there might not be a season. I might not be on the team this year. And then you said, what, maybe a a week ago, you got signed. So who knows? Hopefully uh, he bounces back from that because you can't afford to give up those type of points, especially easy points. But he got it done when it mattered. So
0: I guess that's all that counts. They got the W at the end. But Broncos, Drew Locke, pretty solid, Okay, first game. I have to say, even though they lost, some players on this team really could be a potential problem moving forward into the season. Players like Melvin Gordon. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had 15 carries and good a touchdown pick up. Good pick up. for Denver in the first game. A great pickup in my eyes. Uh, Noah Faint played a great game also. Mm-hmm. But I have another one I'm calling out right now, Garrison. You heard it first. Who is my eye on? Telling you right now, Jerry Judy, that rookie from Alabama. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. That rookie from Alabama, Garrison. I mean, the kid can get it done. Yeah. He's known for his route and running and great footwork, but yep. here's where I think it'll get to him being a rookie. I think he's too fast for his own good sometimes i think his he's juking and his i think fast. sometimes it's just too much
1: yeah i think he'll be fine i think he'll be fine it's going to be interesting to see as you know the season goes on especially considering because this is drew Lock. this is, is drew Lock rookie or is this his second year i feel like he they're both young that's what i'm uh, getting at they're both new they're both young so if that's cool when you can get a young quarterback and a young receiver and build that chemistry over time so i think as the season goes on we'll really see that big play potential from Jerry judy kind of like we saw at alabama i had him he was my second favorite receiver in this draft behind CeeDee Lamb. So both of those guys, I expect to kind of see big things from this season. So we'll see. And I like the Melvin Gordon pickup because I feel like the Broncos haven't had a stable running back situation in a while. So Melvin Gordon's a good pickup from the Chargers. And hopefully he can do a little bit of what he did from the Chargers, you know, pre-injury and everything. And yeah, I mean, the Broncos are always, they're never blow your mind super good, but they're always like in the picture. Like in they're, the conversation. They're, just kind of, they're on the conversation. Like, ooh, they you might can win a couple and sneak in. I just think the biggest thing that hurts them is Von Miller went down with an injury a couple weeks ago. Definitely. And he, they really thrive off their defense. So that in itself puts a little more pressure. I wouldn't even say pressure, just puts a little more of the load on the offense to go out there and produce. So we'll see how they handle that as the season goes on.
0: It 100% does. I am looking forward to seeing some good things from the young quarterback. The team overall, we have to say, even though so they didn't win, the defense wasn't awful either because they held the Titans pretty well. But you know what? I think it's time to talk basketball. You you know I have a special place in my heart for basketball, Garrison. <laughs> last night, let's just go ahead and jump into the NBA bubble with some playoffs talk. Game one of my Miami Heat <laughs> versus the Boston Celtics last night and boy oh boy, I could not be happier. Heat <laughs> win game one, 117-114 in overtime to lead the series. Is- Let me hear your thoughts, Garrison. <laughs>
1: they had me laughing. I, I was looking at the Twitter commentary while I was watching the game. They was like, this is the most game seven-ish game one I've seen in my life. Which is true. I mean, the game was good. Jimmy Bucket's Did Jimmy Bucket's things. I mean, he's showing that he can really lead a team. I mean, I think he's shown us over the past couple teams. He's like, he was with Philly. He showed that he could lead a team there and, you know, get it done in the clutch time. Even with Minnesota, he took kind of that veteran role with the young guys with Wiggins and Carl Anthony Towns and showed, like, I can lead a team. So it's cool to see him with a team he really seems like he wants to be with, enjoys playing with. Got a good young supporting cast around him and they got some heart. They got some heart. I've been saying it for a while that they're a little dark horse team to watch and they're showing everybody now, but obviously the biggest play of the game, bam, with that block. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let me start off with this. Jason Tatum, this message is for you. You thought, sir. You thought. My man Bam came through with a huge block right at the end of the game in overtime to help with the win. But let's give credit where credit's due now. We have a team full of scores. Dragic with a whopping 29 points scored last night. Crowder scored 22. Jimmy Buckets, 20 points. And of course, Bam with 18 points for the night. I mean, you don't see Hero on here, but he plays a huge role on that team Mm -hmm. as well. You're right about the young players. I I agree with that. Heart. But I also agree with them pulling in Jimmy and Iguodala to have some veterans to guide these people. And that's exactly what they're doing right now, mm-hmm. Garrison. And I see a lot of it, and I love where this team is going in the direction. Let's scoot on over to the Celtics. Kimball Walker, he is a newer addition to the Celtics this year. Great addition to them. Their team, we cannot lie. They are a great, great team. Kimba made a basket with less than 25 seconds left in overtime to put Boston up by one, but it wasn't enough because Butler made it to the rim for a score and a foul from Tatum.
1: We've seen this from Kimba since Kimba was in college. He hits big shots. He did it in college at UConn. He did it in Charlotte, even though our seasons were never really worth much, but he still hit big-time game-winning shots, so we know Kimba can do it. It's just, for me, the biggest takeaway with the Celtics team is like, yeah, they game one slipped away from them, but but it's not going to be the bucks for the Heat like where they just go out there and they just run all over the, the court on them. They got to get young squad too. You got Tatum. You got Jalen Brown who I think is one of the more underrated players in the league. You got Kimba. They've shown that they can compete. I'm not sure if Gordon Hayward they said he may be back this year. I don't know if he will he be back this series. I'm not sure if he'll be back. If he comes back it will probably be later in the series. But I think this one will go seven and ultimately this is how I looked at it before the matchup started. I said it's either going to be the Celtics in six. They're going to play like we've seen them play in the past will be Celtics and six or it'll be the Heat pushing them to seven and taking it in seven.
0: I like that prediction. Bold prediction, but I like it. Celtics obviously played a great game last night too. Jason Tatum did drop 30. Marcus Smart, as you just mentioned, had 26 points for the game. Kimba had 19. Jalen Brown had another 17 to add to the score as well. I mean, like you said, I do think this series is going to evolve. I don't think it's going to be a walk in the park as the Bucks seem to be, but nobody thought they would be. Mm-hmm. I do see it going to game seven, but I also see a few more overtime in our future as well for this series.
1: Both of these teams have a team full of dogs. I mean, if last night's game was any indication of how the rest of the series go, we'll definitely see at least one more overtime game before it's all said and done.
0: I like it. And you know who I have before we even start it. Miami! (laughs) All right. Now, late night cap for, very late night cap, for those games were the Clippers Nuggets game seven. Boy, oh boy, did I think I was going to be sitting here today chatting about how the Nuggets are on their way to face the Lakers to play in the finals. Did you think you would be saying the same?
1: I'm not surprised. I said they'd win the series after they took game six. I knew just way too much momentum going into game seven. And then the soundbite where Jokic was telling me, he was like, we're not scared. The the pressure's not on us, which is absolutely true because nobody expected them to be there. So they didn't have anything to lose. Clippers, all we've been hearing about all season is how they're the best team in the league. And oh, Clippers are going to yada, yada. I mean, the Clippers went out
0: their way to bring Paul George to Kawhi.
1: (laughs) Exactly. So I'm not surprised that the Nuggets won just because, I mean, before last night, they had came back from two double-digit fourth-quarter deficits. What, 16 one game, 17 one game? So, like, they showed that they could do it. After they took game six, I was like, yeah, it might be over for the Clippers, which I got a kick out of it just because it's been funny hearing all the Kawhi talk and Clipper talk all year just to see them going home.
0: Well, let me just say this right now. I don't agree with Stephen A. Smith on many things, (laughs) but I definitely agree with him when he spoke on this morning and This is all he said. Kawhi Leonard choked. That's all I have to say. I mean, in the fourth quarter, both Kawhi and Paul George combined for zero points. People in the fourth quarter of Game Seven, zero for eleven. I mean, this is not what they paid these people to come here (laughs) and do. I mean, zero point. I don't even know what to say. There's
1: no yeah. There's nothing you can say. It's just unacceptable. You supposedly, I'm doing air quotes for the people who can't see air quotes. The best player in the world. And, you know, everybody calls Paul George one of the best two-way players. He can play defense. He can turn around and score. But your two best scorers on your team don't score at all in the fourth quarter. You can't. You can't have that, especially – in the game seven of what would send you to the Western Conference Finals. That's just unacceptable, so.
0: 100%, I agree. But I am looking forward to game one of the Nuggets-Lakers. I'm going to be honest, this series could be a good series too. I got the Lakers. I got the Lakers also, but I do think the Nuggets will give them a run for their money.
1: I got the Lakers in five, just because the reason I say that is, one, the Lakers have been off for a few days now, so they've been able to watch. I'm Rested. Well rested, and they got hella film. And you know LeBron is going to have them locked in and ready to play. Two where the Lakers or where the Clippers didn't match up. Jokic was killing him. Put Trez on him. Trez is too small. You put Zubak on him. He's same size, but he can't move. He can't move with, with Jokic. So the Lakers have the advantage in the sense that you could put AD with Jokic and he can move with him. You could throw Dwight or JaVale at him and, you know, they can they can move with him and hold him down in the paint. But yeah, I got, I got the Lakers in five because I just gave you three bodies for Jokic. Who's going to guard Brian? Jamal Murray? No. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So yeah, it's going to be an interesting series. I think there's still one game though, for sure.
0: I hope the Lakers give us a show because I know that's what everybody wants to see. It's time for everybody's favorite part of the show. Here at Opinions on Pickens, we play a game called Pickens Picks. We go through this week's upcoming game and guess what teams we think are going to take home the W. You ready to jump into this, Garrison? Let's get it. All right, let's start with football. We have the Bengals versus the Browns. Uh Uh-oh, who Mm. are you calling on this one?
1: Let's see. I like what I saw from Joe Burrow first week. Let's see, this is that division that is going to be, we know it's going to be a competitive game. I think I'm going to go Browns. I like, I think Baker Mayfield, after week one and all the slander he's received this week, I think they bounce back. He has a big game. I think Odell has a better game than he had last game. And their running attack is crazy. So yeah, I got to. I think I'm going to take the Browns. I think they'll bounce back this week.
0: I think I agree with you on this one. I'm going to take the Browns. I definitely want to see more out of Odell this week, though. And Baker, honestly, both of them.
1: They're trying to force that situation. I think they got to get Odell out here. I think Odell, he wants to. And I think he needs to go somewhere else. They just, it's too much love to spread around on that team. They got too many. but i think they're trying to force that situation but we'll see how it plays out i don't think he's going anywhere anytime soon so
0: giants bears I got the Bears. I'm
1: gonna go to the Bears, <laughs> just because. Not really super confident in the Giants. I mean, outside of Saquon, they don't. I'm not have, sold
0: on anything about the Giants. Doesn't,
1: they don't have any receiving weapons. Daniel Jones is—he's is, still young. The jury's out on him. So I'm gonna go with the Bears.
0: I'm, I'm going with the Bears. with the Bears too. Look at that—we're two for two so far. I do think Saquon has a better game though. I agree, and he's on my fantasy team, so I pray he does have <laughs> a better game this okay. week. Let's move on. Falcons versus the Cowboys. Okay, let, I'll start with this one. I think I'm gonna take the Falcons this week, just because when the Cowboys, one of their big, big players they just brought in, Blake Jarwin tore his ACL week he one. Did, he did. And that's like their, if we're going to be honest... Safety blanket. That's their George... George Kittle. K- Kittle, excuse me, uh, yeah. of their team. That's why they brought him in.
1: Yeah, that's definitely... I mean, the tight end is normally the, the safety blanket for a lot of quarterbacks. They have that relationship with them. Like, when all else isn't there, you dump it to your tight end, but...
0: So, bold prediction, I'm going with the Falcons. All right,
1: I'm going, I'm going Cowboys. I like what I saw from them first week. Yeah, Blake Jarwin goes down, but still got Zeke. I think they try to get him... More more carries this week. I feel like they'll try to run the offense through Zeke a little more this week. You still got Gallup, Lamb, and Amari Cooper.
0: So they're not Amari missing Amari is much. not one to be slept on either. Exactly. So we'll see. Lions versus the Packers. Boy, oh boy. That's one thing we didn't mention, but Aaron Rodgers had a hell You're of a good. week and he is looking hot, hot, good. hot.
1: I'm I'm going Packers. Just, the Lions are, <sighs> I haven't been sold on anything about the Lions in a long time. Um, I like what I saw from AP from him last week. It's good that he still managed to make it onto a team and he still showing that he can be productive, but 12 looked like 12 last week. I mean... (laughs) What was it? Four TDs? Yeah. Four TDs. I'm, I'm going, I'm going Rodgers and the Packers.
0: I'm going Rodgers and the Packers also. Jaguars versus the Titans. It's
1: kind of this. I feel like this will be one of those like sleeper. When I say sleeper, I mean kind of like just boring games. You watching it, but you're not watching it. I got the Titans. I see a big game from Derrick Henry down the stretch, probably another twenty to thirty carries, probably one fifty.
0: I see a sack or two in Clowney's Future.
1: Oh, for sure. Is bound, it's coming sooner or later. So yeah, I got the Titans in that one.
0: All right. Moving on to the Vikings versus the Colts. I'm gonna go ahead and I think I'm gonna call the Vikings for this game.
1: Yeah, I got the Vikings too. I'm not sold on this new Colts look with Phillip Rivers. So we'll see. That team just feels old and it's like depleted? Yeah, it's just I don't feel like that energy from the Colts. But I like I like the Vikings and I mean Dalvin Cook. You still got Adam Thielen. They, I mean, I'm going with the Vikings. This is just, the Colts don't give me anything. I don't get that vibe.
0: <laughs> I like it. Bills, Dolphins. I have to say the Bills, I even said this last year, they are something to look out for, man. They've come from nothing to something. That's the way I look oh, at yeah, it.
1: The Bills have, they've had some strong teams past couple years. It's just a matter of, I mean, you're in the same division with Tom Brady and they just can't beat the Patriots. I picked the Bills last week. Josh Allen had a pretty solid game. I actually have him on my fantasy team. I like the Bills again this week. The Dolphins didn't really show me much against the uh, Patriots last week. So they didn't show me anything that would make me think
0: that they beat
1: the Bills. They're the starting Bills
0: Fitzpatrick on the Dolphins. You, you can never really count
1: him out because Everyone he's so inconsistent. No, it's like he'll look trash one week and then he'll hit you for 400 the next week. So you can't really, you never know what you're going to get with him. But I still got the Bills. I like, I I like the Bills. Josh Allen. I like what I'm seeing from him.
0: I got the Bills also. We got 49ers versus the Jets. This is laughable. Laughable. I got we got the Niners. Got the Niners. Even, Even the Niners. with George Kittle out. I
1: still got the Niners. I don't
0: care if he's out the whole season and Debo don't let us forget about Debo being out too they
1: still have so many weapons on that team I got the Niners
0: I got the Niners Rams Eagles now before you even say anything on this the Rams looked really good week one
1: they did
0: Eagles took a L week one now I know the Eagles want to come back for that that win but people I feel like might be sleeping on the Rams this year
1: I feel like yeah they got rid of Cooks but they still got Cooper Cup. they They do he is nice he is nice I got the Rams yeah the Eagles uh, uh, Wentz didn't look good he didn't. He didn't look good week one, and I'm usually I'm usually a win's fan, but I got I got I'm gonna go with the Rams.
0: Broncos versus the Steelers. Steelers. That Big Ben, you know he's we'll coming for another win.
1: AJ, I can't. I don't want to butcher it. AJ Bouye out with the shoulder dislocation this week. Von Miller gone. It's, I mean, that defense in a kind of a weird place right now. Big Ben looked good coming back. I mean, if Pittsburgh defense does anything like what they just did to the Giants, I got the Steelers.
0: But also with the Steelers, I will say this. I do choose the Steelers also. But running back James Conner came out of game one. He's injured. And as of right now, we just hope he will be able to play week two. I believe it was a toe injury, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. But hopefully he's able to return game two. I know he is a big piece of that puzzle for them.
1: Benny Snell didn't look too bad for of last week too though so we'll see we'll see what happens but I got them winning regardless so
0: Steelers both of us got the Steelers now Panthers versus Bucks and in case you guys do not know this show is based out of Columbia South Carolina so Mr. Garrison has a soft spot in his heart for the Panthers I so
1: do. I do but I know how to be objective
0: let's see what he says on that I mean, you know who I got no, no, my man Tom I know you my got man Tom. Tom don't sleep on my man Tom everybody here oh you're a Bucks fan no I'm a Tom fan let's get that straight right now and my man Tom did not bring all those weapons over <laughs> there to continue to lose they
1: didn't really show me much in their running game and that's what really hurt the Panthers last week against the Raiders we couldn't stop Josh Jacobs objectively speaking I think the NFC South is always it's kind of like the the division with the Steelers and all those guys it's always competitive I like what I saw from Teddy Bridgewater last week you did yeah he had a pretty good game he
0: did. I, it I wasn't was on Teddy expecting we just, we,
1: more. We couldn't get it done on defense. He got us down the field and we scored and got ahead, but ultimately, And he, Christian
0: we, I mean you can't downplay him. I yeah, mean C-Mac he's C Mac is gonna be
1: C Mac, but Ultimately, our defense is what lost us that game. So I feel like our defense can come together this game. I think the Panthers could beat them because I wasn't sold on the bucks with all those weapons last week. They didn't look, I mean, it looked shiny from the outside, but they didn't show me anything that made me think like, oh, they're going to come in and just take over the division. So we'll see. You heard Dependers it here
0: first, though. guys. This episode will air after these games are already played. So I want you guys to give me my props. I'm doubling down. Give me my props Penders. once Tom Brady takes that win.
1: Teddy B. C Mac.
0: Teddy B, you got a supporter over here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like Teddy B. When we signed Teddy B, I was not mad at like I was sad Cam was going because I feel like they didn't really give him a fair shake to show what he could do with a healthy season. But when we signed Teddy B, I wasn't mad because Teddy B has shown us that he can still come in and be a starter. Like when Drew went down last year, he came in and they were undefeated under Teddy for what five games. So I like Teddy Bridgewater. So it's gonna be interesting to see how we do with him.
0: All right, Washington versus the Cardinals. I gotta say. Washington shot me last week because I, I didn't put wow.
1: Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. And it
0: is, I have to say, with all the news coming out about Ron Rivera mm-hmm. with the cancer and just to see him out there still really just doing a great job. Mm-hmm. And they even announced at halftime, I believe, he went back for an IV, mm-hmm. which to some may just seem like nothing. But for somebody going through something like that to come out to an NFL game, be a head coach to me is just, it's a leader, which we know from the Panthers previously, Ron Rivera is a leader. Yeah. And he's not only a leader as in a good coach, he's a leader as in just a, a good person. Yeah, a
1: leader of men in general, so. He, he
0: is so one congratulations to Washington on that win congratulations to Ron I think that you will do good things there big things but also let's work on that logo while we're doing it as well <laughs> the but Washington I, football team I have to say I got the Cardinals I got Murray the Cardinals too. Hopkins I'm telling you that's gonna be a it duo was good and
1: then they have uh, what's my man's name at running back they picked up who did they pick up?
0: I'm, As we get on Google yeah. and Google the running back for the Cardinals and everybody over there is like, this person. They got
1: Key Drake. That's
0: it.
1: <laughs> Key Drake. Oh my God. I, I, was, <laughs> I was like, I wanted, I, I'm mad I didn't know. All that these notes there. we have
0: here, people. We didn't have that one.
1: <laughs> yeah. I like what I saw from them. You got Kyler Murray. He's looking good. I like what he did last year. I love that he's kind of shattering the expectations. A lot of people counted him out because he's so small. And I mean, you can never really go wrong with D Hop. And then plus on the def- defensive side, Their front four is always pretty solid. It was last year. I agree. I'm going to pick them. But like I said, Washington shot me last week. So if they do it again, I might have to start looking at Washington a little bit closer and picking these games a little more wise.
0: I agree. But I do have to say, I think this is one of those games that will be a nail biter. Mm -hmm. Like we were saying, some of these don't even look interesting. I do think this will be a good game.
1: Yeah, I'll definitely tune in.
0: Chiefs Chargers. I mean, kind of laughable. I won't be that person, but...
1: It is... Because the Chiefs are the Chiefs and they just do Chiefs things. They're gonna run all over they're them. Run all over. You heard it here. Throw the ball all over. them. I mean, it's the Chiefs. They they just look good. But the Chargers can be explosive too. You got Keenan Allen out there, receiver, and I love the Chargers defense. They do have I a love, great defense. I love I love their corners. They got good young, talented corners. We'll see how they match up. That that's the matchup I'm probably looking forward to the most. Their young corners and stuff versus the receiving weapons of the Chiefs. That'll be good to watch. And I think I'm still gonna go Chiefs though, just because I mean, it's so many so many.
0: I got the Chiefs by twenty. By twenty, ooh! Let me tell you that right now. All right, we gonna see. Ravens versus Texans. I've been excited to talk about this game. I mentioned it earlier. It's Lamar and Watson head to head again. Two amazing quarterbacks, very, very similar in some ways in my eyes. But Watson got that paycheck, man, like we just talked about. But Lamar, again, he's easy on the feet. He can run. He can pass. He's a triple threat in my eyes. So I'm interested to see what Lamar can bring to Watson. I mean, no offense, but Watson didn't bring much to the table the first game. I mean, he scored that quick seven, and then the Chiefs just ran over him.
1: Yeah, like I said earlier, the Texans don't really have much around him, so... I'm not really I'm going Ravens. I mean I love. I love Deshaun Watson, like what he's doing in the NFL. He's showing that he can really carry a team, but it's not enough. The Ravens, Mark Ingram, my twin. You got Lamar, You got Hollywood Brown on the outside. They looked good last week. They look good. They looked good last week. So I'm I'm definitely going Ravens. And I don't know, maybe Deshaun will give us a little something. This week, that'll kind of change my view on that team, but. I
0: I'm, know he definitely doesn't want to start off 0 2.
1: Yeah, yeah, you don't, that, that's not a good look after that contract, but can't help the schedule.
0: I'm excited about this one. Patriots, Seahawks. So we got mm-hmm. Cam against Russell, and Russell, boy, I have a soft spot for him also. I feel like, I don't want to say underrated because people do give him his credit, mm-hmm. but he's someone that he's, is consistent. He's, yeah, he's every consistent, year, yeah. consistent, consistent.
1: He's always in the talks, but he, there is a, still like a slight underrated aspect of him too. This will probably be like my game to watch of the week, like, yeah. <sighs> That's a tough one because Patriots defense is nice. It's Cam he looks healthy. It's Rush. I'm I'm go Russ. I'm going Seahawks. Yeah, I'm going Seahawks. I think I'm going gonna, Seahawks, I think I think I'm go Seahawks. I like I like what I've been seeing from Russ.
0: I so. do think it'll be a tight game. It'll be
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll definitely be a tight game. So, but I, I got Russ. So.
0: And now we only have one Monday Night Football game for Week Two. It's going to be the Saints versus the Raiders. And if I'm not mistaken, this is the first game in the new Raiders Stadium. Oh
1: snap! That's crazy. heck yeah. And, yeah, and I've crazy. actually
0: been to Vegas recently, and it looks gorgeous Too from bad. the outside looking in.
1: <laughs> Too bad nobody to be in there to watch it. Literally. <laughs> I got the Saints. The Raiders, they look good against the Panthers last week. Josh Jacobs, three touchdowns. I mean, hell of a game, but the Saints defense is a lot better than what the Panthers gave the Raiders last week. They'll be able to stop the run a little bit better, and the Saints offense is still rolling. You got MT on the outside. You got Latavius Murray, a nice combo back with Alvin Kamara in the backfield. I mean, I don't see them losing to the Raiders, so I'm going Saints. I
0: got the Saints 100%. NBA, let's move on to back onto that bubble. Two games we kind of already mentioned on this and I think you guys already know how I feel about game two of Miami versus the Celtics. But just in case you didn't, I got Miami.
1: I got the Celtics. I think they'll trade games. Got the Celtics in a close one for sure. I don't see any of these games between those two teams being a blowout. But yeah, I got the Celtics game two. I think they trade games and come at just because how close that game one was. I mean, obviously it could have went either way, but I think I got the Celtics in this one.
0: All right. And then game one of the Nuggets, not the Clippers people, the Nuggets <laughs> versus the Lakers. I think I know who you got Garrison.
1: I got the Lakers. They've been well rested. They got a lot of film. Like I said earlier, just more bodies. They, the matchups are there. There's, I mean, they don't have anybody to guard LeBron. And then playoff Rondo has been looking good. So, yeah, I got I have Lakers.
0: to say, Rondo, great addition to that team. I'm He's saying, the yeah. third man they needed. That's
1: what I'm saying. Playoff Rondo has been looking good over the past couple games. So, I'm going Lakers.
0: I'm going to go ahead and just throw everyone a curveball here and make a very, very bold prediction. And say the Nuggets got game one, guys. I'm going to give them a little credit. They've okay. made it this far. They All have right. made it this far. And they're right. They have nothing to lose. They're outproving everybody That's true. here. That's true. So... I'm going to go Nuggets game one. All right. And you know what, guys? That is all that we have for you today. Thank you so much, Garrison, for joining us. Why don't you let the people know your social media and your ads so they can find you online?
1: You can type my name in on Instagram, Garrison Gish, or at 2 Gs and counting, that's the at sign. 2 C O U N T I N.
0: You weren't going to tell them about your Twitter paint can
1: poppy? Same <laughs> handle. Same handle on Twitter. <laughs> Uh, follow me over there for the jokes he's uh, got
0: the funny jokes on twitter people let me tell you
1: follow me on twitter for the funnies follow me on instagram for the art
0: Uh, again guys thank you very much for tuning into opinions on pickens new episodes will be dropping every wednesday make sure you guys follow and subscribe to our social media till next time i'm melissa butterson and this is opinions on pickens Thanks for listening. Check us out on Instagram at Opinions on Pickens. Please like and subscribe to us on YouTube and check back weekly for new episodes. Until next time, keep winning.